Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 1, Episode 11. My name is Lee McDonald Jr. Christopher Wimancy. Mark, the ancient warrior merchant. And joining us tonight is Mr. Greg Charlton. Thank you for joining us, Greg. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Well, gentlemen, it was a pretty interesting week. We had a lot of bowlers not show up. One of the teams that missed last week was Chance. It cut his finger that night. Texted me and said that he's not going to make it, but he is going to try to heal up and post-bowl as quick as he can. We missed the Cankles and Quasis as well. They're going to post-bowl due to work issues. Other than that, it was just a normal week. I think Chance might have just been intimidated and just decided he didn't want to show up to face for family. Could be. All, all that pressure we put on him last week. I think he yeah. bailed. Yeah, we had him on as guest. Or uh, we had, coincidentally, he's not here to defend himself now, but he said that he cut his finger and couldn't make it. Or, Whether it was or, did Chance, or not, could be another story. Or did Chance play it right and not go and have the pride family suck because they weren't going against nobody so he had the upper advantage to post bowl it could be head games you cut your finger that's kind of hard to bowl no matter what finger it is so he's probably cut his like pinky yeah and he's doing a bowl probably wasn't even on his bowling hand but yeah it was his left hand yeah yeah you need it for balance and he may not lost enough blood out of that hand that he couldn't balance when you when you're bowling when camilla bit your hand she she bit your hand in a cat fight, I guess, huh? No, she won't bite it. She'll break it. Yeah, if you ever hear those Latina memes of a Latina ladies being angry, that's very true. Really? Very true. We never see that in public with her. Is it just behind no, the scenes? No, that's even worse. That's even worse. Like, <laughs> the fact that it's not in public, I wish it was in public. It would be, like, less evil. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get out as much as I can. <laughs> So just to go over some of the scores from last week, Chris, you guys went against the blind team and ended up taking 42, which isn't bad. One of the guys that lost, Camilla won every point she had, but except you and Brian lost some points. What was up with that? My one safety game was the cause of it. I should have ball changed, and I didn't ball change. And Brian, I have no idea. What happened? He was bowl of the week a couple weeks ago. Is it that big a change? I think they actually finished earlier than one other team, amazingly. Uh, I think we lost Chris. Hello? I think Camilla was yelling at him, and he put it on mute. <laughs> she overheard oh, you. Oh, can you hear me? Room, huh? Oh, okay, I've been talking this whole time. I bowled a 160, and that was my downfall, because I wanted to ball. I should have ball changed, and I didn't. Brian's... His, he was trying to hit the same mark, but it wasn't working out for him, and he didn't want to switch. Or when uh, he did switch, it didn't. It wasn't the right outcome he wanted. So that just mind fucked him even more. I guess win. Chris didn't get him enough beer. No. And with a forty-two point win, that puts you about one hundred and fifty points out of sixth place. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remember, Chris's guarantee is going to finish the season at least seventh place Seven. or higher. Seven. Or he's going to wear yep. a dress. Yeah, or he's going to wear a dress. <laughs> All right. So the next pair over was Chris's other favorite team. Chris is an ass, Team 7. That's Ricky and Greg. You had Joe sub with you guys this week, huh, Greg? Yes. He bowled pretty good, especially that last game. He was setting an average, so we're not terribly sure how we came out. I think we did okay. I think so, too. I know you bowled really, not to spoil it for the end of the podcast, but you made Bowler of the Week, so congratulations, Greg. Thank you. Hell no! <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, Dwayne's team didn't bowl as good as they normally did, except Richard bowled pretty good. Dwayne had a good second game. I think overall, just you guys still edged him out a bit. I saw Ricky didn't bowl bad. He bowled above average. But I do have to say something about, like, to the podcast. Sure. Is we should keep track of spare of the week. Did you see a good spare? 
Yeah, Camilla. She picked up the 410. Wow, that's nice. good. Not the 210, which is closer up, the 410. Wow. That's that's really good. Yeah, the 410. Well, congratulations to Camilla. So just keep out lookout for spares. If you see a hard spare and just and they pick it up, convert it. Yeah, let's, let's say something about it. Automatically count as spare of the week if Chris picks up a nine pin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ray, you are think, a guest uh, on this channel. You treat me better. <laughs> I think we can call that the open of the week. God dang it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Camilla needed that to win the game. Oh, my God. I'd like somebody with a nine pin. Right. I have not missed one yet since that happened. That so. nine pin, remember, it was 12 points. Yeah, trust me, I can't forget it. It haunts me in my dreams. And we keep reliving it every week. I wonder why. I swear to God, if I lose uh, seventh <laughs> or, or sixth place by 12 points, I'll be pissed. Imagine if you end up 11 points behind. Uh, yeah, I'll be pissed. Yeah, behind Rednecks and Yank, and then you lose $200. <laughs> and we're in mm -hmm. And we're in <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What are we going to do with the $45 bet? Well, so nobody for the JB Trio podcast host has won Bowler of the Week yet. Although Mark come close last week, but it was a false alarm. <laughs> yeah, he ended up short by three pins. There was some creative bookkeeping. <laughs> yeah. Was that your girlfriend in the background talking? Uh, wife. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Camilla's joy. You got yeah, two of them? <laughs> wait, wait! You don't, you don't have two. I'm confused. I'm supposed to have two. One's too many for me. <laughs> I got one in right, different. So all right, so back at it. Moving on to the next pair, we had two rednecks and a yank. They bowl nobody, so they're waiting on yeah. the post bowl cankles and quasis. Uh, but how did you guys bowl? Uh, this was a definite preview for our next week when we're bowling the vacancy team. If we were bowling the vacancy team this week, we would have went 24 and 24. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than 14 that we took the last time we bowled them. But, but here's the, here's the thing. It was, it was a tough shot. 27 was a little tighter. 28 was flying out the door. So you really struggled to, you know, keep your speed up on one lane and slow it down on the other. Just makes it tough when you're not bowling another team under the same condition. Like myself, I did fairly well only because I used one ball in one lane and another ball in another lane. Kyle and Ron struggled a little bit with one of the lanes being tighter than the other. Does happen quite often at the good old AMF Louisville. Yeah. And I got to tell you, for family, which was right next to us, they ended up bowling with nobody as well. And their condition was exactly like ours. One lane was flying and the other lane was tight. Yeah, and we were on 31-32 bowling against Triple X with Christian, Mike, and Mike. Same scenario, although it's usually familiar with 31-30. Maybe the mechanic just decided to do all the odd number lanes. Yeah, could have been. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I know four families struggled as well as we did because at the end of the night, looking at their scores and our scores, yeah, we probably would have went 24-24 and 24 against them. There was a lot of over-under on our pair. That's why I moved away and decided to get away from all of that. Yeah, same here. I was bowling straighter and throwing a lot faster than what I normally do. But straighter has been pretty good to me lately. And my new philosophy, straighter is greater. Straighter is greater. 
Mm-hmm. I think Ron struggled only because he tried to play the speed. He tried to be fast on one lane and slow on the other. And I can't do that. I'd rather try to move or use a different ball. Yeah, it's hard for me to. Peyton, on the other hand, he's got it down. He could throw it on average 18 miles an hour. And so his speed's up there. Although we all struggled. Leland struggled. I struggled. Actually, I did okay. I did 594. Our team only took 16 from Triple X. They couldn't miss. They bowled very consistent above their average, all three guys. So we only managed to squeeze out 16 from them. We're probably going to drop down in the standings. This week was week 34. Next week will be 35. Position round is week 36. But yeah, last week, four teams fighting for third, a few teams fighting for seventh, and of course, only two teams fighting for first. That's going to be a pretty interesting finish. Yeah. Hey, hey, Greg, I meant to ask you, how many leagues do you actually bowl in? Right now, I'm just bowling to three. I'm down to three. So I bowl a sport league on Sunday at Plano and then the two leagues on Tuesday. So typically in a season, you bowl three or you usually bowl more than that? I've generally been bowling four, sometimes six. Been really trying to cut back with the, the kids' schedule and work schedule and all that. I've been trying to cut back because I'm never at home anymore. How do you like bowling six games on Tuesday? I like it. I did that at, at a USA Bowl for a number of years on Thursday night, and I always felt like it gave me a little bit of an advantage come tournament time when you're bowling six or nine games in a day. It helps beef up endurance, learn to read lanes on various burns. I'm just too old and tired. I can't bowl that many games. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm not admitting it. <laughs> yeah, Mark, you're bowling three leagues as well, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. All back yeah, back. and it's it's wearing on me. I used to look forward to Tuesday night because it'd be the only league I'd bowl in. Man, it's a grind. Tuesday night comes, and I'm I'm like, oh, God, not another night down here. <laughs> he had day. hair when he was just bowling one league a week. Yeah, it starts to wear on you. I mean, I can't wait until my Monday and Sunday league is going to end shortly. So I can maybe do two leagues, but three is pushing. Yeah, maybe Sunday, Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, definitely going to start mentioning it to a few people around on the Sunday league. And there's a lot of beginner bowlers, but it's a fun group of people. I enjoy Sunday. I really do. You know, going there and down in a bunch of pitchers of beer and having a fun time with a bunch of people that, you know, are just there to have fun. It's pretty good. If you happen to see them, I think it's Jeff and Mac. Uh, They come up to me Tuesday night after we all finished. They said they're going to try to bring six people for the summer and maybe two teams for the next fall. So, yeah, I'll make sure I say something to them when I see them this Sunday. I'll introduce my famous face and maybe sign some (laughs) autographs and introduce myself properly. Hey, Chris, is your dad going to still bowl with us? Yeah, he's on my team. Yep. Good, good, good. Oh, because, God, I thought you were going to ask Greg if – oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Greg, every week he's begging <laughs> our guests to bowl with him. And they've all shot him down. <laughs> One day our guest is going to say yes. Yeah, that'll be well, Ricky. That'll no, be I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not even going to ask that question when Ricky is. When Ricky's here, I'm not going to ask. I know better. That's funny. Greg, do you have an answer for him? Oh, the same answer as everybody. I'm, I'm not bowling oh, over the summer. Okay. Oh, you're taking the summer off? Greg, well, if Greg, you were bowling the summer, would you accept Chris's invitation? No, I'd look for a real bowler to bowl with. Oh. <laughs> when, when, Chris, when Chris has ever asked anybody, they all say, Oh, hell 
<laughs> no, they say hell no. I can't believe he just asked me that. Like, I can't, of course I can. If that's what they say, I, I have too many people. What she got? What he got down on one knee? Oh, <laughs> she reconsidered. She reconsidered it. What What about Brian? Is Brian thinking of bowling this summer? He said he would if he had a partner. He would if he had a partner, but he don't know anybody for Tuesday nights. Really? So yeah. Yeah, from my understanding, I guess if you from what you told me, Chris Camilla's bowling with yeah Kim Rob. Yep. Okay, and then Joey's bowling with his daughter Madison. Yep. Okay, and then you're probably gonna bowl with your dad. Yep. I am, yeah, probably. Hopefully he's up for it. It's still up in the air for him, but hopefully he can. And his dad only said yes because he's obligated as a parent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, I would think Brian would know somebody in the early league that would be interested. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, our biggest downfall is, like, we don't ever start on time, and it's late. Yeah. yeah. But... I bet you we could get somebody. Greg, the offer's always open. George, I know George has been bowling. I know he normally takes summers off, but – Maybe because he took so much time off early that maybe he'd be interested in joining them in the summer, but we still got time. Yeah, yeah. You can lobby George next Tuesday because he'll be bowling for me. You're off next Tuesday, huh? Both shifts? No, what I'll be doing is I'll be pre-bowling with my early team for the following week when we'll be at Nationals. Nice. So it means I got a good chance of winning Bowler of the Week then with Greg out. Hey. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it next week for sure. Uh, I don't know. Y'all have to watch out for George. Depends on which George shows up. That's true. That's no, I true. mean you, he's gonna throw your thing like he always does. He's be fine. Man. He always throw your thing. I mean that kind of sounds like at least eight teams for the summer. I don't think Mark will be there in the summer. I don't think the old people homes lets him out in the summer. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, nope, I'll be there taking the league and winning it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be you, yeah, you isn't it? Yeah, me and Ron. Kyle be bowling with Neil. Are you serious? Neil's coming. Forward, Neil's right? coming in the summer. Yep, Neil's gonna be here. And Neil has like a freaking handicap bag of Kyle. Gonna be Neil and Kyle. Yeah, this is Neil right now. Neil's holding a bag of handicap right now and just walking up the stairs. Yeah. That's what Neil is. Didn't they bowl together last year? Yeah, they did. Actually, last year they did pretty well. They did better than me and Ron did. Yeah, I don't know if Ryan Curtis is coming back. I'll have to ask him. Oh, him and his wife, they won it last year? Yeah, Yeah, they won last year, so I'll have to invite them and tell them that they got to defend their title. Oh, I thought we kicked them out. Hey, we got second. We got second, me and Camilla. Was that true? Yeah, remember me and Ryan were fighting for oh, first. Oh, yeah, now I do remember. Mm-hmm. And Neil was going to, and get, and we we took second. It, we took second only by a little bit because me and we were, we were giving them a good game. Neil was watching us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it came down to the last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came down to the last game. I remember. You're just trying mm-hmm. to make it feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good summer. I think we had 14 teams last summer, and we're definitely trending upward. We haven't even thrown the word out yet. I think probably next week is when I'm going to start going heavy. And you guys ask around, too. Sounds like you've mm-hmm. got at least three teams that you're going to be bringing back, and Mark's got two with him, Kyle, and Ron, and Neil. And hopefully those that Chris recruits doesn't bail on us. Yeah, yeah, they won't. <laughs> just like the Coopers. And your wife bowling? Is Jennifer going to bowl? That's who I'm actually going to try to recruit. My two boys will bowl together, and I'm going to see if my wife will bowl with me. She probably won't, though. Oh, poor soul. <laughs> I need some. I need you guys to help me convince her to bowl. Well, say Camilla will be there. Camilla wants her there. Okay, there you go. It'll be the first wives' club. Kim's going to be there. It's just going to be fun during the summer. That's all. It's yeah. No big deal. 
What about your wife, Mark? Does she like bowling? I, mean, I don't think she does bowl. She bowled one time with me, league up in Denton. We we just joined the league and they paired us with two people, another younger couple. We had a lot of fun, but then at the end of the season, they were in the middle of a divorce. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh. Yeah. You guys so, didn't have anything to do with that, did you? No, we didn't. But uh, <laughs> uh, He saw how crappy Mark is and like, oh my God, <laughs> this is my last going to be. So, you know, so she'd show up one week and then he'd show up one week. So, wow. Yeah, it just fell apart for them. That experience did her in. <laughs> did my wife in. Oh, well. Divorces are rough on the bowling family. And you've got a pretty large family that bowls, don't you, Don't you, Greg? Uh, I wouldn't say a pretty large family. <laughs> Unless you're talking about size, that may be another argument. But <laughs> occasionally these days, my daughter bowls, always down there on Tuesdays practicing, using up my practice games. My oldest bowls, that's about it these days. When my youngest gets old, I might bowl uh, summers on Tuesday nights with her. She'll kick my butt. <laughs> Don't they always? Greg bowled with me on a team one Tuesday night. Yes. Was that yes, during uh, trios? Yeah. We, it was me, him, and Tim. Champlain. Yep. Champagne. Yep. Oh, yes. I remember that team. I remember yeah. Tim. You guys took pretty high, too. It was, it yeah. was what, top two? Right, we did well. Yeah. We, we built some good games. You know, that was, that was a good team. We were all pretty good averages. Who can remember the team name? That's a good question. What was the team name? God, I wasn't it, it was about Tim. It was about Tim, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. Might have been like three for Felatio. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't remember that one. <laughs> no, no. Oh no, no, wait, wait, no, it was hard balls, right? Or uh, blue balls, blue balls. Yeah, was blue, it balls. blue balls. Blue balls. Yeah. Yes, I think it was blue balls. It was something yeah, balls. Was balls. Yeah, it was blue balls. But I did me, Neil, and Kyle. Um, we're three for Flacio. And wow. that was when that was when Ken Johnson was running the league and when he wouldn't announce at the end when we was doing the payoff. He wouldn't say that over the mic. <laughs> he said team three. Yes. <laughs> he wouldn't say it. Well, I think it's about that time. Welcome to Chris Probes the Guest. Thank you, Greg, for joining us. Good to be here. So, Greg, we're going to get to know the real you, the true you. We want the viewers to know what it feels like to walk in your shoes. Okay? That's kind of squishy, but whatever. Exactly. We're going to be in so deep that you will fill us the next morning. So, what made you want to start bowling in the first place? Like, you're you're a pretty old, decent dude. But when did you start bowling? Why did you like it? been like an on-off love-hate thing for me since I was about 10 years old. Parents bowled, they bowled the league, and then senior year of high school, I got to bowl with my dad and my older brother, bowling with friends and all that kind of stuff. So it was just a, a way to get out and do things with people you like. Okay. And have you always bowled here in Louisville, or was it your hometown, Louisville, like? I grew up in Irving, so I bowled Irving quite a bit, but really kind of bowled around. I bowled in Lewis, Garland, but Louisville. In fact, Louisville was my high center for a long time. First time I bowled Louisville was somewhere around 85 or 86. So, yeah, I've been bowling around most all places. Yeah, I wasn't even born in 85 or 86. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, okay. Well, that's good to know. So, how long have you been bowling JB Trios? Off and on, what was it, about five or six years? Yeah, it's um, been about that. Over oh, 2016, I think it was around that time. Wow. Oh, a couple of seasons, then um, take a break from it for one reason or another, and then call again and, and all of that. So, But I do enjoy the league. I, I really like the league. 
you have any favorite people you like in the league currently? I don't know. I think the league is all a bunch of pretty good people. I don't know as far as favorite. I don't really know that I have one. Okay, so in the league, now, what team do you favor to bowl against? And what, what team do you hate going against? I like bowling with most everybody. I do like bowling the Pride family. I know they're always going to challenge me to bowl well. I like bowling Lee's team. Ron's a really great bowler. I like bowling him. Yeah, I guess just bowling anchor spot every week, it's going to push you to bowl better. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, always it's always the anchor position. Mark would never know that feeling, but <laughs> it's always the anchor position. So I, I understand what you're getting at, Greg, because I am the anchor position. But And it's an easy position to beat on that ICP team. <laughs> well, there's that, too. <laughs> That's really hard. <laughs> okay. As far as the team I hate bowling, I wouldn't say I hate bowling any team. It would be the blind team. Yeah, or whoever I happen to be bowling with on 31-32. There's that. I haven't had any real issues with anyone in the league to to say that I, I hate bowling with anybody. I, I, I look at it as a challenge every week to make me better. So I take all challenges and to uh, give a good series. That's awesome. We all have different styles. We all throw the ball differently, whether it's two-handed, one-handed, lefty, or righty. Now, if you could change your form of bowling to a different person swing, there, who would it be? It's Ricky, isn't it? <laughs> Got well, it. Yeah. Uh, if I wasn't able to learn new things, I would tend to want to go to two-handed bowling. Oh, oh, wow. What? what? Wow. That we have anybody on our league that I would model that after. That Logan? Oh, yeah. Logan's the only two-handed bowler. Yeah. Yeah. Logan's a nice bowler, but I don't know that I would really model after him. But I'm not really sure who I would try to. I don't know that I could do what Jason Belmonte does. So I don't know that I'd be fair to myself to say, let's model after Jason Belmonte. He's, he's quite he a bit younger. You know, there's a, a few really good two-handed bowlers that I look at how smooth their is, how smooth their swing is, how consistent their release is, which is some thing that if you ever zone in on two-handed bowlers, a lot of them, their releases are all over the place because they're just trying to make the ball do stuff. And if you're bowling two-handed bowling, you don't necessarily have to make the ball do anything. It's going to do it. Having to actually try it and see what my body will do, I'm not sure who I would try to model that out of. If I was going to try to change what I do within the context of how I bowl today, I don't know, Dwayne or uh, Andrew would from our league would be ones that I would try to most mimic if I learned a new bowling style, I guess. Wow. Once again, isn't you. Yeah, that's sad. Again, it goes back to the smoothness of their movements, the endless of their release. Most of the time you can't hear its ball hit the lane, smooth release. So that would not be a bad style to mimic. Okay, and maybe and mine too as well, right? Are you when Chris's ball hits the lanes, it's bang. <laughs> well, I mean, if I wanted to change my bowling to do the same thing, I, the same results I bowl now, I could go with Chris's style. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what, that. Chris? You are a big influence. Wow! Thank you so much. I can already get up there and hit the pocket and leave a pin. I don't change the ball to do that. <laughs> you can leave the nine pin especially. Yeah, but yeah. I don't really miss those. So. Uh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> six pins another matter, but six pin and a seven pin. Nines and tens are, are pretty automatic for me these days. You say that. 
Hey, Lee, we could take a little bit of the pressure off Chris as an anchor man, and maybe next year we could have the team have anybody shuffle their lineup anywhere they want. That way he can get out of that anchor spot and have all the pressure on somebody else. No, that would just give a reason to put Mark there. He just wants an easy way to get there. No, I just line myself up against you wherever you are on that. <laughs> Mark, the obvious answer is Chris just needs to get a, a really good bowl with to, to teaching and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, hey, Chris, what was your series this week? 598. You know, you might be pretty close to the same average now. So I think you started off with like a 220 average, and now you're around 202 or so. 204. I, 204. I started off with a 190, and now I'm about a 204. We're getting mm. close. That's, that's embarrassing for my part. I'm going up. I'm going up. You're going down. Once upon a time, Chris did start out the league as high average. Greg, thank you so much for your questions, and thank you so much for having us probe you. I um, hope it didn't hurt. We use protection, and please come back. It was fun being probed. <laughs> now, who was the king of the hell this week? Hmm, who was that? Oh, yeah, it was Mark Merchant. Second week in a row. Two weeks in a row. I can't believe yeah. it. Half the bowlers weren't there, so that oh, made it easy. So yeah, they were. Why. But it could be a trifecta next week. And who was the Woodmansey Bowler of the Week? Well, of course, our favorite bowler. Everybody loves Chris. On the recount. <laughs> Congratulations. He had a 160 to 224. He now is the pride owner of the Dildo Award. <laughs> <laughs> he etched his name in history. That's still being reconsidered. I wonder who's won the most Woodmansey Awards so far since it started. I don't know. I think we should uh, forget about that and move on. I think, I think it's truly. But I, I seriously think I'm going to try to come up with the with a trophy. We'll pass it around every week to the... Wait, the trophy should be like Mark choking. No. Put it on a plaque and then we'll etch some names in there from the oh, beginning so to the end. With Chris at the top. Yes. Chris will be at the head. Give me one that one of your ones that have the strobe lights on them. <laughs> oh man! Want to go in the circle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Next week we've got Team One going up against Team Force. My team going against Dwayne's team. That'll be pretty good because yeah. we're in the middle of the pack trying to fight to get top three. And then we've got Team 3 against Team 8. That's you, Chris. So you're going to get Chance next week. Ooh, Chance is all for blood. Easy so, win. So we've got last place team going against the second to last place team. <laughs> Easy win. Could be a battle for last. And then we've got Team 9 against Team 5. That's the Prides currently sitting in first place against Triple X. Our team just got done bowling them on 31-32. And they are extremely consistent. It seems like here lately all they do is win 40 or lose 40 so yeah they're on one of their hot streaks they're probably end up knocking the prides out of first so they better watch it you know all they gotta do is buy mike n's line of pizza and a few drinks <laughs> for henderson and they'll be fine oh and uh on a sadder note henderson lost a family member this past week i just talked to him yesterday uh and yeah, poor guy. He made an announcement on Facebook, and we're all thinking about you, Mike. Hope uh -huh. to see you maybe this Tuesday, but if not, we understand. But we got you in our thoughts and prayers, buddy. 
Next pair is your team, Mark. We got team two against team six in the ever-loving blind. Yeah, it's an easy loss. <laughs> On your favorite pair, 29 and 30. Yeah, we're going to lose. <laughs> Might as well post bowl. Yep, we're going to lose it. And then we got Ricky and team 10 against the second place, used to be first Kankos and Quasi. The week before position round. So it's like the setup week. So it's like ninth frame going into tenth. I'm hoping that we get everybody's post bowls caught up. But yeah, next to the last week, then we'll have position around the week after. So it's. I think after these makeup matches, you're probably gonna find Cankles and Quasi's back in first and four so. family. Yeah, and four family in second, and it'll be still close. Yeah, Greg could play spoiler. They could knock off Cankles and Quasi's that last week. Could be. We'll give it a try anyway. Yeah. Have another good week, Greg. We'll see what happens. I do think we need for next year, position rounds should be mandatory live podcasts from the <laughs> center there during position so. round. So, we we got to have the trash talk and all of that in the heat of a position round. I remember the last time we went live, I think I remember somebody missing a nine pin for 12 points. The stress was there. <laughs> it was the perfect storm. See Everybody... the excitement you get from the live broadcast? Oh, it was great. There's 20 people watching. It was completely quiet. The whole center was closed. There's only one ball left to throw. You know, if they finish up on time, wouldn't be every eye on it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they were last that day. It was against Mark's team. The whole alley was closed. The music was shut off and Brian was screaming. And we had one ball to throw for 12 points. Yeah, I think I heard at the end of that, I heard Brian go, oh, fuck you. <laughs> He did. You could almost hear an imaginary noise that Price is Right sounder that. <laughs> Tuesday, it, they could finish up sooner if they throw some strikes. And I was that third game. They got to stop winning that Woodmansy Award. Yeah, I, I hate to win that award. <laughs> They're even talking about it in Plano. <laughs> Our listener, Neil, is spreading the word. He's got yep. saying it out in Plano, and that now become the new saying for Plano. Yeah, somebody uh, I know, like a few months ago, somebody had like 11 in a row, and then they threw a seven shot for the 12th ball, and somebody yelled, you pulled the Woodmansy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm going to be famous. Yes, you will. <laughs> you, if Mark can help it. He'll be so famous, he'll be infamous. Yeah. <laughs> it goes right down there with the 710. Okay, so Bowler of the Week for last week was our guest tonight, Mr. Greg Charlton, shot 99 pins over average by shooting a 666 series. So good job, Greg. Oh, hell no. It just shows how bad I've been bowling lately. <laughs> But still, a good night. Then, Chris, your wife, Camilla Garcia, she bowled 66 pins over her average against that blind team, carried her team, won all of her points, and especially the team points, by bowling a 555 series. So, good job to her. Yeah, not bad. She was the only girl there. Um, in the next couple of weeks, you won't be the only one wearing a dress when Chris joins her. Uh, not going to happen. I suspect she's used to that, though. <laughs> Can you fit in one of Camilla's dresses, Chris? <laughs> no. God, no. God, no. <laughs> I need to go to Raj. He'll give me one. <laughs> All right, guys. Greg, uh, thanks for joining us this week, buddy. So we'll see you Tuesday. Thanks for putting up with me. Guys, yeah, thanks, Greg. Care. See you, Chris. Bye. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for hearing our episode 11 podcast of JB Trio's Bowlers. Please come back for episode 12. If you do not come back, your worst fear of your wife or girlfriend or future wife or girlfriend will be a better bowler than you. Thank you.